1: to another edition of Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9, the horn full Monty for you today and we got a lot to get into of course we'll talk about the NBA you may have an unprecedented NBA finals, Uh, certainly so far the Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals a little bit underwhelming we'll get into it, break it down for you also uh, Carmelo Anthony retiring, we'll talk about his legacy what that means, Brooks Koepka wins the PGA Championship, Texas baseball, hard told y'all forget about them damn panic buttons at the beginning of the season. The man knows his hardball. Texas baseball where they share the Big 12 title. Texas softball uh, keep their winning ways going as well. And when you're beating them Aggies, that's always a beautiful thing. We'll get into that too. Also, we'll talk college football. 25 toughest schedules in college football. We'll also get into uh, predicting the uh, college football players on the new EA Sports video game that are going to be the best. And some Longhorns might be on their list as well. Uh, We'll also get into a couple other news. No and Nuggets from around the sports world. Uh, We'll talk about some NFL news notes and Nuggets. NFL changing their quarterback rule. Uh, I think it's a smart move by the NFL. All of that and more before we do, let's introduce you to the rest of the crew. He was a second-round pick for the Montreal Expos, but a first-round pick for the Austin Radio Network. He originally committed to the University of Texas, but decided to forego the 40 acres and chase his dream in the cheese. Pippin' ain't easy, but for this man, it's a breeze. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Hardball-Hards. What's going on, brother?
2: Man, it's a beautiful week. Mm -hmm. We had a, a very, very exciting. Exciting weekend all around the 512 area. I was excited to be out watching games and it is fun when you win. That's just mm-hmm. Let's just say that. It is a lot more fun
1: when Damn, you right win.
2: But let me talk about my man that sits across from me. He hails from H-Town with the get-down. He's a lifetime Longhorn and a proud card-carrying member of DBU. Legendary lifetime and now college football Hall of Fame Longhorn, Derek Johnson said he was the best cover corner he had ever seen. He's a former NFL DB that still has that passion for film study but he's not a fan of white condiments. But of course, he is a fan of you. The listeners He is my man and yours raw baby I appreciate that intro As always it Gets
1: sweeter and sweeter Every time Let's not waste any time Introducing the real MVP One of the hardest Working members Of the ARN family He's got a hustler Spirit period We don't know what he's paid We do know the man Is underpaid Because it is Patrick Davis y'all What's up Patrick Also the man That tried to warn us About them damn Lakers He tried to warn us About the Lakers But we didn't want to listen We wanted to go with the goat <laughs> Alright But he told us Yeah every, every goat Has it's day And this ain't gonna be The day for LeBron What's going man. on Patrick?
0: <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, shout out to Mark Henry. Also, event this weekend, the Big Lift. I went out there on Friday. Uh, it was a great time. They raised a bunch of money for the USA Weightlifting. And, and congrats to Mark yes. Henry for winning the Strengthening Humanity Award at the event Hell as well. Yeah. Congrats to that. A yeah, uh, list: exciting. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mark Henry is on that list now. Oh wow! So, that's it. That's, that's it. it.
1: That's are the only recipients. They started wow.
0: last year with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mark Henry is year two, so it's a t- t- heck of a list to be on. I
1: was going to say, who's this jabroni that's going to be number three? That's, that's gonna know. be hard. you gotta, you got to search uh, worldwide and try to figure It's an international award. you got to search worldwide and try to figure out number three that's going to be more impressive than Arnold Schwarzenegger and my man Mark Henry. So uh, congrats to Mark Henry. So great event. I heard Chad talking about it, yeah, too. Yeah, it was boy.
0: awesome. Chad did a great job hosting it yeah. as well, so it was a lot of fun over there.
1: There you go. Uh, so good stuff there, and shout-out to my man Mark Henry. He's always doing big things, and a lot of those are good things as well, uh, trying to make sure they he helps out the community. Alright, you can be a part of it. You're part of our community. Uh, Specs Text Line is the best way to do it. 512-337-3776. That's the number to the Specs Text Line. You can also do it via the Twitterverse. Uh, my man Hardge is at HardballHarj in the Twitterverse. Patrick Davis said It's Patrick Davis, and I'm at Rod Babers in the Twitterverse. So we'll get to Texas baseball coming up next segment. Also, we'll briefly get into uh, Brooks Kepka winning the PGA Championship. Uh, he's separating himself from the pack, it would seem. Uh yes, he is a live guy. So uh I know a lot of you out there don't like that. We'll get into that and also uh pick Harge's brain about Texas baseball. But you also gonna talk Texas baseball in your hard knock life at 430.
2: I, I am gonna talk a lot of Texas baseball, uh the trials, the tribulations, and the Man. success. And the success hey. that we talked about at the very beginning of the year and we'll get into it. Yeah. because uh, there's so much to be imp- there's so much to be impressed about with this team and the un ec- the expectations was rebuild.
1: Yes, That's what everybody's thoughts were. And And I
2: remember at the very beginning of the year, I even said this, I don't know about this team yet. I don't know. And this was before they went to Arlington. And they ended up losing those three games. But um, there was something about the team, and there was something that I saw across the Big 12 that I said, let's not count these kids out yet. Let's no, see what I asked you about the panic button, and yeah, you, you I was insisted. Like, don't even need it. Don't 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 bring no panic,
1: <laughs> panic button here. All right. You say you yes, would let us know we I needed will let panic you button. button. Know. You never told us we needed one, and apparently, uh, I'll say you're right about that. It's a, a, a really remarkable uh, run for Texas here? Because I, I don't think. I mean, I'm sure there were some Texas baseball fans loyalists uh, that saw it coming, and but I, I don't think a lot of people on the outside didn't see Texas making a run to win to get their share of a of a, a Big Twelve title this season, uh, but give coach pierce and give that team a ton of credit we'll talk about that coming up next segment all right gentlemen let's start with these nba playoffs right now because uh man it is uh, I, I am dumbfounded to looking at both of the teams the celtics and the lakers both down 3-0 in these series and for different reasons of course uh, i think we should start on the eastern conference side of things guys uh, because what the Miami Heat are doing, it's more, it's it's a lot more remarkable than what Denver is doing to the Lakers, as Patrick told us. A lot of people expected, and we discussed it even on the show. Denver's a better team than the Lakers. Yep. I just expect the goat and AD to to be the uh, great equalizers, the difference makers. I was wrong about that. Now eat that crow, put some hot sauce on it. No big, no big deal. But the Eastern Conference side of things, with what Miami's doing right now uh with that 128-102 I'm talking about blowing out Boston. Blowing them out. Like basically taking away their will in yeah. game 3. And and then forcing them to submit basically. In a game 3. Yeah. yeah. When you're down 2-0. I mean I uh, I don't even if you're Boston, we've seen a lot of teams here in this offseason make moves. Because they're dissatisfied with where they are, uh, I guess, in the championship conversation in the NBA. whether you're talking about the Suns, uh, you know, they made a move. The Bucks they made a move. Yeah. Guys, if you're Boston now and you watch this eight-seed Miami just whip these Celtics. <laughs> and whip them so bad that, like I said, they forced them into it, – it, it seemed to me like they were submitting in yeah. Game 3. Uh, we'll see. But it looks like Celtics are already on vacation. Um I I guess the first question is, what's the plan going forward for Boston? Prayer. <laughs> well, not in this series. Yeah, the series yeah. is over. Yeah. the series
2: is over. We yeah. it,
1: it's done. No team has ever come back in history of the NBA uh, from down 0-3 in a series. I've been saying 149-3 in those series, um, and you know, no team has come back to win. Uh, just three teams have come back to force a game seven. Right. It's not going to happen here. I'm just talking about kind of the macro for Boston. This is humiliating. It's, uh, a, it's, it's humiliating for Lakers, too, but Lakers are on a different end because that's a one seed versus a team that was in the play in. So, on the grand, you know, grand scheme of things, it's a different discussion. This is an eight seed whipping up on the Boston Celtics and got them down 3 0.
2: And the thing about it is, you talked about the Lakers and where they were, but the fact that Boston, who everyone thought was going to be the team to be, initially. They came mm-hmm. out, they played well. I think at one point they had the best record in the NBA. They were out there balling. Mm-hmm. And then it just seems like they play stagnant basketball. They, they wait for Jason Tatum to go, and they don't move the ball around the perimeter or inside. And I know it's a basketball has turned into you let your stars go and then you adjust after that. But at the end of it all, The way you look at this team and the way that they've gone about it, they have to figure something else out. Mm. And moving forward, you already know that Jalen Brown is probably going to be the one that wants to leave the quickest because I think that he wants to be a star somewhere. And he's going to warrant that money. He made all NBA teams, so he's a max contract kind of guy now. But it just seems like at the end of this all, it seems like there's a riff in the locker room and there's things that are going on that are – away from what we can see. You can even see it by the way Marcus Smart is playing. Marcus Smart is not playing smart at all. (laughs) He seems like he's out of control. And this whole thing with the new coach and if they're going to be able to follow each other, I saw a thing too, and I don't know if I sent it to you guys, that um, the coach for the Boston Celtics got knocked out of the NCAA tournament by Jimmy Butler. (laughs) Jimmy Butler, when he was at Marquette, he was at West Virginia, and Marquette knocked West Virginia out of the playoffs, I mean, in the NCAA tournament, and he was on that West Virginia squad. Postseason Jimmy. <laughs> He's here, Post-season baby. Postseason Jimmy, baby. He's here. Yeah. And he continues to dominate, and when the, when the going gets rough, that's when Jimmy gets better. Like, some people fold. Some people can't handle that kind of pressure. Jimmy thrives on that type of pressure, Yeah, and it's impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, let's put and, – and this is uh, – like, we knew the Celtics were a young team last year. They're still a pretty young team. When you talk about Jalen Brown and Jason mm-hmm. Tatum as two of your main guys that are in there, the ty- the guys who need to be leading, and, and Missoula has completely failed, 100% completely failed as a head coach in the playoffs. And he uh, – you just said it. He's a year older than Jimmy Butler. He's 34 years old. Mm-hmm. So I, nope. I don't know why you hired a really young coach to try and lead a really young team and thought that when the when the going got tough that they're all going to figure it out. It seemed like a mistake. We've seen there's enough good coaches getting fired this year. You can fire a bad one. He, he, he does not deserve to be a head coach, uh, at least what we've seen this, because he's made no adjustments. Mm. He's not done anything to change up what's happening. And when you look and you see how bad Jalen Brown has played the last couple of games, Man. to not go, hey, this is Jason Tatum's team. Give Jason Tatum – have him take 40 shots a game. I don't care. He's our only hope <laughs> is if Jason Tatum becomes what he can become, and we don't think Jalen Brown's going to do it because he, he's not showing no signs. No. And it's not like Jason Tatum's playing great, but at least just go, fine. We didn't have the ball in Jason Tatum's hands every single play. If he's not touching the ball because Jalen Brown's coming up and he wants to prove that he's the guy – and he's not proving it, then put him on the bench. Yeah. At this point, you're getting destroyed, and you just keep doing the same thing. Like, well, you know, when, when it turns around, we're the better team. When it turns around, you go, you can't say you're the better team when you're down 0-3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: It, no, you can't say that. It feel like, and I, I'm with you. We
2: would have won if I'd have made shots. That's <laughs> yeah. what that sounds like. Sounds like you should have, would have, could have, should have, could have, mofo. That's what uh, the coaches used to no, say. No, man, you just that. got
1: lucky and hit all those shots on us. No, that's how basketball works. <laughs> it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, the, the Boston Celtics will have big issues. Maybe it's as simple as they need a new coach. It could be that simple. Some teams, well, a lot of teams seem to be going just that route. Um, but, man, flipping over to what Miami's doing. Give me some stats about how just uh, unprecedented.
2: Suffocating this is?
1: Yeah, just unprecedented yeah. Miami's run is. They're, uh, Miami's, they're the first eight seed to win a playoff game by 25-plus points. Uh, and that since they've been keeping track of it since 1984, I should say, since they uh, got the uh, most modernized version of their uh, the, these playoffs and its stats since 1984, I should say. They also, uh, they've won three straight games as an underdog in the conference finals. That hasn't happened since the Rockets did it versus mm. the Showtime Lakers in
2: 1986. And those are big numbers, too, by the way, that oh. they've been being, being underdogs at, too.
1: Yes, to your point, over the last 35 years, there have been 197 playoff series where a team was plus 400 or higher mm-hmm. as an underdog. The Heat are the third underdog, plus 400 or higher odds to win games one, two, and three. Amazing. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's staggering. And by the way, 2018 Boston was plus 415 versus
2: the 76ers and did it. So, yeah. They, they got history. It, they they got history. Yeah. Uh, this time they're on the wrong side of it. I'm I'm, I'm more impressed with – take away whatever Boston, whatever moment you want to take from them. Say it's a disappointment. It's more impressive to your point about the numbers, how the heat have gone about it. And we talked about the undrafted players. Think about all those undrafted players that are on that Heat team and what their contributions are. That's good coaching, good chemistry, and they are following the attitude of their leader in making things happen. They have, I believe, in their heavy rotation of guys.
1: They're at, and you guys let me know they're at nine, I believe, and they're just rotation of players, and they have more if you kind of look at it, it's kind of just just guys that have played, but they have more undrafted players than lottery picks. Right. 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 (laughs) I mean, they got – because Bam Adebayo, um, Love, Cody Zeller, those are their lottery picks on the team. But Kyle Lowry is 24th. Jimmy Butler was 30th. And then you got the guys that Hard is referring to, the undrafted guys, Duncan Robinson, um, Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, uh, Max Struss, those guys, undrafted guys. And those guys in game three, 29 points yeah. for Gabe Vincent, 22 yeah. points for Duncan Robinson, undrafted guys. Um, Struss had, Struss had tw- 10 points, Caleb Barton had 18. They essentially carried the, the day in game three. Jimmy, but J- playoff Jimmy was quiet, actually. He was, yeah, so, games, he was relatively quiet. Th-
0: those guys outscored Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Wow. Yeah, that, that, that's. And uh, like you look at a Duncan Robinson and you get. This is a guy who was basically written off as he yes. gave that big contract and he was never going to be at the same level again and he just got paid. And oh well, we had a good run with him, but he got his contract. And Eric Spolster has been able to bring it out of him and get him to come back and play at a high level again when they really, really need it. When Tyler Hero went out. That's what I say. When Hero went out, that's forget when you that
2: almost get that he went out. And that that <laughs> made him worthy again because they needed a guy that can stroke the basketball from far. And Duncan Robinson, to his credit, kept working, kept showing up every day, kept putting his time in, and then, boom, he gets out there and gets his opportunity, and he's lighting it up. And to Patrick's point about the numbers, Jason Tatum had 14 points and Jalen Brown had 12 points. Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Derek White combined for 25 points themselves. Combined for 25 points. Mm. That tells you everything that you need to know about this series and how this is probably the this will go down as one of the worst series in Boston Celtics history. I don't think Boston had they ever been swept. I, I'm sure they have. Sure there they was have, there was a lot of years in there. By eight oh yeah, yeah, that's have right. Have they been that's swept right. by an eight seed? I know, no, I know. I know. They were
0: so. a one seed when they were getting swept. Yeah.
1: So the the eight seed thing is just crazy, and we know that Patrick always breaks it down. Like they basically uh, that shifted at the end of the season. Yeah. So they were it's, a seven seed, yeah.
0: and then they lost that first play and gave to Atlanta, which I mean Atlanta was the seven seed, and and Miami went to the eight seed. So technically, they're a seven seed. But that still, doesn't make that much of a difference you. where you're beating a two seed this badly. This badly. You you've knocked off the one seed. You you now are destroying the two
1: seed. How many coaches they going to get fired?
2: Many I many mean, they're going to get my, fired. They're getting it. everybody fired. Hey, <laughs> they're, good, hey, <laughs> they're getting everybody. The pink slips. <laughs> <beat>. <laughs>
1: the good news I think Michael Malone's safe. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm no, yeah. good for about that. But it's, it is unbelievable. You know what? Let's talk about the coaching because uh, Eric Spolstra – this it seems to be the uh, playoff season where he is getting his his flowers. He's going to get his respect, it, especially we assume they're going to make it to the finals. Um, we don't. I mean, obviously, when they get to the finals against the Nuggets, also an assumption, but a safe one. Um, you know, they're, they're going to be a heavy underdog. Yep, to
2: the, to
1: the Nuggets. Yep. So the Nuggets look like the best team on the planet. We'll get into them too. And you're talking about right now, Eric Spoelstra leading a, a team. That like I, I just gave you the stat in their rotation, they have more undrafted players in heavy rotation than they do lottery picks. Yep, <laughs> which is I there's no I don't know the last time. It's unprecedented. Seen, it's yeah, unprecedented. It's not a way We've seen a team like that in the finals. I'm sure we can go look. I'm sure there's been a team that's comparable,
2: uh, but it, it is going to be. It was before right. the modern day NBA though, yeah, where everybody it. bounces from team to team. You're getting guys that have a lot of uh, success and experience that are probably higher draft picks that go to different teams. But, like, this is self-constructed. Like, they went and found a lot of these guys.
0: Yeah, and I mean, but if you look at Spurs teams that were built that way, that they weren't undrafted. A lot of them are second-round picks. And, guys, so, like, mm-hmm. a year, Monty Ginobili was the second-to-last pick in the draft. Tony Parker was the last pick in the first round. Uh, you know, you get a Steven Jackson that came in that was, it was cut, but it was a second-round pick. Like, guys like that were on the team a lot. Now you had Tim Duncan. And Jimmy Butler is what sways everything because Jimmy Butler was also not, like, the guy. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's been on multiple teams, and now he's the guy. But there's teams that are championship built because everyone on that team is built in a we-want-to-win mode as opposed to how the Celtics are built of a lot of guys who we see where, man, I'm the guy. guy. I've been the guy since I was five years old. I've been the best player on every single team, and so get me the ball. And we see that with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum and a good coach can get them to work it out and get them to coexist at least for the playoffs. To go, hey man, this this guy's hot hand. Let's roll with him tonight. Let's go with this. Let's find. Let's let's move without the ball. Try and uh, pull defenders. We can't shoot one for fourteen between our two stars from three pointers. If no one's hitting threes, drive to the buckets. I get Bam Adebayo's in there. You have to shoot. Just shoot mid range.
1: Just get some points. We can't have so many empty possessions. Yeah, no, that's a yeah, good that's point. And, no, and, it, and I'll say this about Spolstra, because like I said, what he and Pat Rowley is doing, because that's the kind of think tank, if you will, for the Miami Heat. And I'll give you a stat about a couple of stats, just about Spolstra and about Pat Riley. How about a Pat Riley stat for you? So he's if if they end up getting to the finals, which is a safe assumption, 19th appearance in the NBA finals for Pat Rowley as a player, coach or executive. Nineteen. And I said that basically would mean that he's either played in, coached in, or been in his team's top decision maker in damn near 25% of all the finals in NBA history. Isn't that crazy?
2: That's a hell of a stat.
1: Isn't that a – That's
2: a nugget right there. What? Pat Riley is – he's he like Jerry, him and Jerry West. Him and Jerry West are the guys that you sit there and you say, when they speak on it and they give you the, the hey, I think this kid's okay. <laughs> they give you that. They give you that, and they give you that protection. That means you're you're destined to be good in yeah. this league. They're kingmakers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They touch the goal. They're they they're makers. the ones that when they yeah. touch it. It means it's normally going to go into a the, good spot. And is a prime example. He's of that. He's a perfect whenever example. Whatever
1: I was like, man, that's a video guy that you made a head coach. That's crazy. Playwrights just doing that. So Taught can him be how a, to watch film. He can be a he can be a puppet. He can get he can, he he can be a puppet or whatever. He's right. not stern
0: enough, and he doesn't yell at his players enough, and he doesn't
2: yep. do like I man. He knows what he's doing.
0: Yep, he, and,
1: and,
2: and, and, and he does. You have seen him? He was about to fight a couple times, about was. fight fight some players. It, how about this?
1: If Spostra if they win the finals, say if they yeah, win yeah, the yeah, finals, yeah, yeah. he's got to win the finals to do this. But dude, if, if, if you realize if Spolstra wins the finals, we got to start having a different conversation about Eric Spolstra. Yeah. No, he's he's definitely climbing up that point. That would mean yeah, if he wins the finals, that mean he'd be tied for third in the NBA finals appearances for for head coaches and seventh in rings.
0: Yeah, yeah, because he was an assistant on that Dwayne Wade Shaq team. Yes.
2: He's been in that organization for a very
0: long wins time. Wins it with LeBron. Wins it with LeBron. Yeah. Maybe. And then if yeah, if you come did in, did Lonzo rid- and win one with
2: Miami? Did Lonzo win one? Was no. he playing during that time? I know he's been oh, in the front maybe you're office. Right, actually, I don't he might have. He might have been
0: at the end of the bench, but I don't think like he bench. was. Yeah,
2: you're right. Good point. I, I didn't think about that,
1: but. I'm just saying if he does that with this team that we just talked about, yep. undrafted free agents being uh kind of the, you know, feature in this uh in this rotation. No doubt. Yeah, we got to start having a different conversation about Spolstra.
2: Yeah, that's what I was saying. When sure. We were talking about it last week. I was mm-hmm. like, "Man, we don't put enough respect on Spolstra no. for what he's been able to do, the orchestrating, bringing in, working with different personalities throughout his career." LeBron walked past him one time and everybody thought, oh, Spolster's not going to be there. Well, LeBron was the one that ended up leaving. You had Dwyane Wade. You brought in Shaq. You were part of all of that at some point where you learned how to deal with the Superstar mentalities and then you get the dudes with the chips on their shoulder. Mm-hmm. You got the guys that are like, Man, we about to win us a championship or get to the finals, and I'm gonna try to get some money next year. Now you're creating some different things. Speaking of money, how about this stat for Eric Spolstra? Since the NBA bubble, Eric
1: Spolstra and the Heat are thirty nine and twenty against the spread in the playoffs. If you're just a hundred dollar better, you're up sixteen over sixteen hundred bucks. With Spo, with Spo against the spread. Spo knows. Spo knows. Yeah, <laughs> since the bubble. Uh, no other conference. No other coach is even uh, over four hundred dollars, and no team is even three hundred in that span. The him and the Miami Heat, like I said, they're plus sixteen hundred dollars. There it is, since the bubble. If you're just just hundred dollar better, and I'll give you another little nugget about Spo, most profitable coach as an underdog on the money line uh, since two thousand five. A hundred dollar better would be up eight thousand regular season in
2: playoffs, betting on Spo as the underdog. Man, I should have been paying attention to that I had a lot more. Hey, spo
1: has got something, man. Yeah. He's got some. Spo knows, like you uh, said. Spo knows. <laughs> you
2: know who else knows? My friends over at Quick Roof. And if you're a Boston Celtics fan and you were watching the game, you probably thought you were getting hell on your roof. Do yourself a favor and have my friends go over there and check it out. Go to quickroofing.com. That's quickroofing.com. The reason why Jeff Quick can stay in business for over 39 years is because they take care of their customers and they got a great reputation of customer service. Here's the reason why I think you should choose Quick Roofing. You get a free no-obligation inspection. Quick Roofing is fully insured and have all state and local licenses. Quick Roofing doesn't even require any money up front until 100% completion and, of course, 100% satisfaction. They also have a project manager on every job site ensuring that you, the customer, get everything that you were promised. And with all of that, you get a seven-year workmanship warranty. So what are you waiting on? Reach out today get that free inspection go to quickroofing.com today that is quickroofing.com All
1: right um man Jamal Murray's coming out party is definitely happening right now mm-hmm. in front of our eyes mm-hmm. 37 points in game 2 and in game 3 um, he can take he can take it over in the beginning or he can take it over late in the fourth quarter as we've seen um him having more 20 plus point uh fourth quarters in the uh in the
2: playoffs than any player ever and I think Patrick said it right last week. The biggest thing for him was getting healthy. We hadn't seen him. We talked about – you were talking about the bubble and what Miami was able to do and during that time. Same thing for Denver. Jamal Murray had two 50 50-point games when they were in the bubble. And now he's being healthy, missed all of last year basically. And then this year took him a little time to get going, but – Like anything else, if you get hot at the right time and you start playing quality basketball, and right now it looks like he's shooting into a bucket, Mm. like the biggest bucket you can possibly find. And when you get in those zones, there's nobody that can stop you. I don't know exactly what Darvin Ham is trying to do in these playoffs. I don't even know if Darvin Ham knows exactly what he's trying to do. But he needs to stop listening to LeBron and start being able to adjust and say, I need somebody – to not worry about offense and play defense on Jamal Murray. Because if you don't, you're going home. I think they're going home anyway. But I'm just saying – win one game, guys. Win one game. It's called pride. Exactly. Have a little, get a little bit. Get you little know what pride. that is? That's pride messing with
1: you. you going to no. feel a little sting. No, but yeah. my, my biggest complaint – sorry, Patrick, no. real quick. My biggest complaint about the, the Denver Nuggets has been they don't have uh, true superstars. Well, we know Jokic is a superstar, of course, back-to-back MVPs. Uh, but now you're talking about now Jamal Murray adding his name to that list, too. And this is a guy that had not even made an all-star team, unfortunately. But now he's putting the world on notice.
0: Yeah, and that's – I mean, the problem was you were able to defend guys last series with Vanderbilt, and then Schroeder came in, and you were able to play against those, but they were a little bit older. Mm -hmm. And so they weren't, you know, getting off on you and getting that step off on you a little bit quicker and getting three-pointers on you and over and over again. And once – now Vanderbilt can't keep up, so they're trying to play him, and they go, okay, well, he's not working, so let's put Schroeder in, but Schroeder's going to try and play offense, and his offense isn't there, and he's not stopping him. And I know Zay's talked about this on the show about starting Rui Achimura and just trying to basically limit your your problems, but you can't really start Rui because you don't have another big man unless Mo Bamba can come back in game four and play 20 minutes and like 20 good minutes. That way you can start Rui and then have another big man in the rotation, but you only have two big men. So if either one of them gets in foul trouble, you're basically screwed because Jokic will just eat the rest of the game or... If you if they both get tired because they're both in the plan to play forty minutes, then Jokic will dominate. And that's what happened in, in game three or game four, was it uh game two or three, yeah. where he had a great fourth quarter because they were just tired because they're trying to play so many minutes because they're just they don't have another big on that roster. Yeah. And Tristan Thompson yep. isn't that big. So you needed Mo Obama and that's why as much as, you know, we saw Charles Barkley laughing about it when they were like, Mo'Bama may be back for game four. I know. And, and I'm like, I get it because it is silly to go, hey, man, you're getting dominated in this series. Mo'Bama. Here's a guy good. that you, <laughs> you weren't playing anyway. Like, I, I get it. He's going to give us more depth. Yeah. You know? Really? But there is a point of, man, you really need another big in this series to bump with Jokic to allow Anthony Davis to be Anthony Davis so you could try and get a game out of him. But he hasn't even had that huge breakout game. He's played well, but he hasn't had that Anthony Davis game. LeBron hasn't had that LeBron game. And so it's been Austin Reeves had some good games, and Rui's had some good games. But that's not enough to win.
1: Not no. against Denver. Not, not against, against a really good Austin team. And, not how deep and they again, are.
0: Why, the reason why I said Denver was going to handle this is people didn't realize the gap between the two series. The Lakers and Warriors are good. They're good. And the Warriors and the – or the the Suns and the Nuggets are really really good. Yeah, and so the winner of that series was going to win the next series no matter what. But, but you just wanted to go well because they're both good series and maybe it's all more even. Like no, it just worked out that Patrick.
2: It was nostalgia. And it I, I it was it. nostalgia. And it, well,
0: and
1: it wasn't a good series because Denver kind of beat hell beat <laughs> yeah. the breaks off of the Suns late in yeah. that series. Too. They it pulled away from
0: them. Yeah, so that, and that's yeah. and that's Denver's just re- playing really well. And as long as Jamal Murray keeps playing like this, like Hart just said. That I mean, it seems like he cannot miss it. Please. Well, he's
1: playing better than Jokic, who's the best player right now on the planet, yeah. potentially. So it's he's right now outshining Jokic, yeah. which no, is he's, crazy. He's playing
0: and I'll tell you this though, <laughs> if we get the matchup, what it all looks like, this solid NBA Jam matchup of Bam and Jimmy versus
1: Jokic and Murray. Yeah. I take that on NBA Jam
0: on any day of the week.
1: I like it. No, I, I do. I like it. I know there's talk, the ratings may be down. There's a, some great storylines uh, for yeah. the NBA in this matchup. Right now, the NBA is just panicking because they didn't expect the, both of the conference finals to be. No, 3-0, especially not a good series it, before. It, the NHL didn't expect it either. The NHL yeah. series are what? 2 0. Very fair. Yeah, both of those are 2 0, right? Yeah. Well, they fair. especially didn't
0: expect their stars in Boston and L.A. that <laughs> they've been building for years. Yes. And Tatum and LeBron and AD. Oh, man, we've got all these. What? Jimmy <laughs> Butler? They can't win oh, a game? we can't get Jimmy Butler. <laughs> they can't make All it right, interesting? Someone make Jimmy Butler pretend to be Michael's kid so we can,
1: we can at, at least tell Michael that Jordan. Story, Girl, that's y- right. Y'all need to leave Jimmy alone. All right? Every time y'all mess with <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy goes off. You can leave Jimmy alone. All right? Don't about it. Smart man him. says Don't keep your him, mouth shut. Yeah, that's look right. down when you walk by him. Don't mess with Jimmy, dude. Jimmy is triggered very easily. <laughs> very when he's easily. triggered, he's going to go off.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm sending room service to Jimmy's room to say, sir, anything else you need? Yeah, if you <laughs> but I'm also, I'm also a, again, anyone on the Celtics staff, and this is why I said, Darvin, hand needs to the Lakers. You need to get your team pissed off. Like, I get you're trying to get them riled up, and you've tried everything else. This is game four. Tell them they suck to their face. And tell them, <laughs> dude, I'm getting fired because you are playing like wusses right now. They're definitely getting them fired. So they're
1: they're like, like, not the Lakers, <laughs> but no, are the on the They the
0: are s- definitely. Yeah, the Celtics guy, <laughs> Mizzoula, Oh, no, he's, he's fired. Out. And yeah, the good it. news is he can go watch the town more Have you heard the rumor that he watches the town four times a week? He said this. The, the movie, the, the movie, movie, the town four oh, times a week. God, cause Cause a, yeah, because
2: yeah, he's in Boston.
0: No, no, no. He said this before
1: he was even in Boston.
2: Oh he does my That oh, he watches no. this movie four times Pick a week. Pick a
1: better movie to watch four times a this week. This is. I'm just telling you wait. <laughs> this is reported. <laughs> you the fired, fired on this. principle. You lost three cred right there. Yeah, yeah that's all. By, fired by on the way, that's eight, eight
0: hours a week watching the town.
1: Then, unless you know, he ain't watching film. You ain't watching enough film. That's right. No coach out there will say that. Will admit that because that means they're not watching enough film. I remember Tom Herman admitted he was watching The Crown. Long it was like watching The. Around. That takes up this many hours. <laughs> what the hell's going on? You be watching film. Uh, you know what? They're not, they not lying. All right. right Get back to it. We'll talk Texas baseball on the other side. Right here on Ball Don't Lie. One to foot Not the horse. Back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9. The Horn Smooth Soul, Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick plays Jams intended to sue the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. That was not the case for Texas baseball or Texas softball, actually. Both had fantastic weekends. Uh, Texas baseball will start with them. Uh, Harsh Texas baseball with a great uh, sweep. Of West Virginia over the weekend, they got a little help uh, as well, right? Uh, in the uh, with the Bedlam rivalry, yep, yep, needed a little bit of help, but then they got that and the uh, the baseball guide shining on the Texas baseball program once again. They get a share of the Big Twelve title, um, and that also helps them in their quest to try to host a regional, right? That's still alive as well.
2: That is definitely alive. They understood the task that was at hand and at hand, and they executed it to perfection. I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later in the Hard Knocks life, but, you know, I got a chance to see Texas the very first series out of the gate up in Arlington. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had some tough losses in there, and there was only one bad game that they actually played bad, and that was the game against Vanderbilt. That was probably the worst game that they could have possibly played. They had a bunch of young guys that were out there uh, getting their first shot at the action. And they made a bunch of errors, and we mm-hmm. talked about once they got back home what the fundamentals were going to look like, how were they going about it. That's exactly what they did. They got to work. They did different things. They've had some outstanding clutch performances at the plate and on the mound. Some unexpected heroes have emerged. The transfers, they got a chance to come in and, and contribute right away. Mm-hmm. Porter Brown and Garrett Gilmet. I mean, you just start looking around. You can give superlatives out to every single uh, Longhorn because they all had a piece of it. Mm-hmm. But then you also got to look at what David Pierce was able to do. I mean, he shook them haters off, as they used <laughs> to say. Uh, there was a lot. I mean, I there continues to be. But when you get a uh, Big 12 championship, it kind of silences the noise a little bit. And as he said in his post game, you know, I, our guys just kind of blocked it out. Just went out there and went to work and, and handled their business. It's very rare when you get to have a run for a Big 12 championship, and you get to dictate it at your home. You can you control it. That's all we ever want, right? Yeah. You want to control your own destiny, and that's exactly what they mm-hmm. did, and they went out and swept uh, West Virginia this weekend. And as you said, got a little help from <laughs> Boomer Sooner up hey. there by beating uh, – Oklahoma
1: State form, no doubt about that. And you know, one of the things you brought up last week, and we saw it again, of course, in the uh, sweep of West Virginia. Man, your bats are starting to find their groove at the perfect time. You go look the batting order, like one through six, <laughs> they're all hitting over three hundred. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a
2: crazy stat. That is a very crazy stat. And but of it course, also goes
1: Campbell, who still has his thirty-three game hitting streak alive. Thirty-nine.
2: Thirty-nine. Uh, Games that he has reached base safely to go wow. along with his 33. And by the way, the Big 12
1: streak. record, so he can't get the Big 12 record. Can he can't get it. He can't get in the Big 12 tournament. Yes, he still can. do it? Okay. Yeah. I was worried. About that. I don't know if it was yeah. a regular season thing or not. Okay. No, you
2: get a, all these stats. Can carry like, They go on. Okay. They go so on to the postseason, just like if you were to end the season and you didn't play any more games, and you came back next year, it starts again. Oh, nice. I like yeah. that. All so right. So he can go out there as long as they're playing baseball, Man. he's got a chance to get to it.
1: That is an unbelievable stat that that the Bats are now finding. They're hitting three
2: hundred and two as a team.
1: Yeah, that's a credit that you're peaking at the right time, obviously, when you get your sweep of uh, West Virginia. And because of that, they got the, uh, the top seed in the Big 12 tournament. Yes. And they get to avoid some teams that gave them a little bit of trouble, not that they wouldn't be able to handle those teams, but teams that gave them a little bit of trouble in the regular season and some team rival, actually Oklahoma yep. and Oklahoma State, yep. right? They were they, able to they moved them over to the other well, side. In another bracket. You get to see them late,
2: which is depending good. on what happens, though. Yeah. If you go out there and handle your business, you still got to go over there and win these games. But it has been an impressive, impressive run by this team, and the maturity and the way that they've gone about it. will I'll talk about Lucas Gordon and and I'll talk about LeBaron Johnson and what they mean as a one-two punch. But you get some contributors from everywhere in that bullpen. It's amazing. Like that's the one thing that we have been talking about is got to get outs. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta get outs at the end of ball games. Yep. Your offense can go out there and keep you in it. Your defense and your pitching can help you win it. Hmm. So that's going to be something that we're going to look at continuing on this run throughout the playoffs. And you brought it up. There's an outside possibility. D1 baseball. Our man Kendall Rogers. Friend of the show. He has them as the number 16 team, which makes them a host site for uh, the regional. Right now, he wants them to go out there and play well. Mm -hmm. But uh, Texas is looking at a chance to host the regional again. That would be
1: big time considering like you said where this team started, replacing so many starters. Mm-hmm. It was a seven of nine? Yep. I mean, Ivan Melendez, losing guys like that, losing an ace. Um, I mean, and starting you know, four and seven, going on the winning streak. I mean, it's been it's been a phenomenal ride. It's been yeah. a roller coaster ride <laughs> for Texas <tenuous laughs> yeah. baseball fans. I know some jumped off the bandwagon. A lot. Uh yeah. a lot. A lot. <laughs> Uh, but, I, you know, I, listen, you can still be on the bandwagon and criticize the ride.
2: No, that's definitely it right? was that's definitely a, ride, a bumpy one. Rod B, listen, yeah. I
1: never jump off the Texas football bandwagon, but, you know, I criticize the whole ride the whole damn time. You ever ride with somebody in pass the passenger seat, they uh-huh. criticize the ride while you driving? Like, oh, man, you driving too fast. Oh, man, why are you slow why down so close to that there, car? Yeah. Yeah, slow down. I was like, listen, you need to enjoy the damn ride, okay? All right? So I get it. I'm a, I'm, pro- I'm probably more of a critical yeah. writer yeah. all right but i stay on the bandwagon so i love stay it stay on the bandwagon just talk your ish there it is that's what a lot of texas baseball fans did but no credit to coach pierce man for sure uh, because i mean he's he's just a, he's just a damn good baseball coach right this why have, he, have we have we are, we are we are we at that point now can we leave the i know there was some some folks who originally just you know they weren't david pierce people i get that and they haven't been persuaded At this point, or were we five seasons in now? Yeah, he's Um,
2: definitely walking out there saying, "All I do is win." He's like DJ Khaled right now.
1: I mean, has he not done enough?
2: Exactly.
1: What are we talking about? Fifth season with thirty-five plus wins. I mean, what? I mean, what's
2: the? I mean, you 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 really can't say anything. What's the criticism?
1: What's the criticism? Now, give it to me. Now, let's
2: let's see the full. What what is it? I I mean, it it varies. It It varies from different people. You know, there are some that love him. There are some that just think he's tough and he doesn't do this or he's not that kind of guy. You know how it goes I here. know how they, You know, you look know for exactly. I'm yeah. looking for a reason. Yep. I don't
1: like the guy. looking for a reason. Yep. Listen, I wasn't originally a Sark guy, but Sark won me over. Exactly. Won me over. I've, I've seen enough to know that the, the raw materials are there for him to be a great coach. Is he there yet? No. He's an above-average coach, but I think with all the right support around him, the right pieces, and with the right vision, he can get there. This is his and,
2: seventh season at the University of Texas. He's won. He's been to the College World Series so seven three okay. times. Okay. Three okay. times since he's been here. Okay. And so, then 2020, because so the win- 2020 doesn't count. So you were right. Like, this is halfway point because 2020, it was COVID. So the season oh, ended. Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? For, yes. Actually, so I, the, it's crazy. I forgot about yeah, COVID. Yeah, the COVID season <laughs> kind of stopped. Okay. So he's got he's been in nine super regional in this is his career. Nine regionals, uh three super regionals and three college world series appearances. Okay. So he he everybody wants to point back at, you know, obviously Omaha and and that is the the mark, but at least you're getting to Omaha. I know it's not just to get there. Cuz but you Texas. got a fighting chance every time you get there. So we can look at it that way. There's been teams that went to Omaha that didn't win it before Coach Pierce got here. You know what I'm saying? So enjoy the ride. And, and, again, I understood it. It was different. It was There was so much that was happening. There was a lot of change that was happening at the university, players leaving. But when you put piece all these guys together and they are playing for the common goal, That's what you want. That is what you want. That's what you want.
1: Is it, is it, okay, so how many uh, baseball coaches has Texas baseball had in in the last, like, six, six, something like that? I
2: think there's six. And how
1: many have won national titles?
2: Every single one that's been here. Okay, so I think that's it. Yeah.
1: They just, gotta no. see the national, they just got to see him win a national, and they say they just got that's it. They just have to see him win a national. <laughs> I know that that's you know that that seems unrealistic, but for Texas baseball, considered a blue blood college baseball absolutely. program, absolutely, they, I think the Longhorn fans who are not who have not been yet persuaded to support Coach Pierce wholeheartedly, they just they got to see him do it once, and once they see him do it once, I think they'll be fine. Listen. Because then you'll remove all doubt. But at Texas, that is the standard for Texas baseball. Oh, for Texas football. It ain't the standard. Texas football, you just need to be in the championship conversation. Texas baseball, they're about championships. That's
2: all about championships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to be able to get to the party. But here's the deal, too. And I look at this, and I don't, you know, people are like, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. But when you look at a team like Arkansas, they've had their coach forever. I mean, Coach Van Horn. Has been there. He just got named SEC Coach of the Year again, but I don't think they've ever won a national championship. Mm -mm. But Arkansas always try. They they do everything to get there, but I don't think he's ever won a championship. So.
1: That's not the standard. That though. is not
2: the standard.
1: Standard at Texas is different, especially yeah. for Texas baseball. Like I said, it's a, Texas football has a pretty high standard, but Texas baseball different stratosphere. Very But much uh, so. congrats to Texas baseball and congrats to Texas softball as well. Um, yeah. Texas softball advancing to the uh, super regional, correct? I'm mm-hmm. uh, right about no, that. No, the
2: the uh, yes, they're going super to the regional. Super. They're getting ready yeah. to take on Tennessee. They're oh, playing the, Tennessee. the other UT, the other uh, UT, a uh, U lowercase T. There sorry. you go, the other, there you you're, go. You're, it's not as bold as it should when, be.
1: When, when I first, when like we basically, when we, I first came to school here at Texas, and you would, I say Google, but hell, back then we might have been Binging or whatever the hell, yeah. know, yet, <laughs> Yahoo. I don't know what the search engine we were using back then. But when you would look up, you search UT, Tennessee would come up. Come on, yeah. Oh, wow. I did not know that. We just, it, just put, UT, you put UT in now. You know, t- Texas comes up. Should but you have, put UT in there. I remember Tennessee used to come up. Yeah. It was weird. But I mean, that was correct. I think the internet was, it was young. <laughs> the internet was young and ignorant. it didn't know anything. It was like, I don't know what this I had. But think about back then. You got you know, Peyton Manning coming out of UG back then. I mean, you, they won a national title yeah. very recently. Yeah,
2: they've, so. been in, they've been in the mix. Yeah, anyway. So here's the here's the schedule for Texas softball. Texas softball first pitches on Friday, May 26th at 3 p.m. on Friday. They take on the Tennessee Vols. It's a best of three, best of three matchup. First game on Friday at 3, second game on Saturday at 2 and then Sunday to be determined. So just ask Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I remember that.
2: Yeah, yeah remember. Uh, Alta
0: Vista. <laughs> Al-
1: Whatever. Right? Alta it was Vista. weird. I don't know what yeah, it was. It was, of the weird ones. it was some strange. But you button. know what that was, right? What?
0: Now, Al Gore invented the internet. He's from Tennessee they got the preferential treatment. Is that real? No, it's not. He just said it was one of those things that got thrown around because he helped do something. Oh, and so say, it just what? got thrown in that people that's said sense. that he
1: said that he admitted Ooh, the internet. That was a great conspiracy theory that was that had any meat no. on it. No, oh, there know. you go. Uh, but yeah, I remember that back in the day. But uh, now, of course, the world is uh, corrected <laughs> itself. Everything is as it should be. All mm-hmm. right, we come back. We'll get into the flex on the other side right here on Baldo now What if we're down the horn. Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Uh, it is a Smooth Soul Monday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when we play jams. My man Patrick does. Intended to soothe the tortured soul of sports fans who may have had a tough weekend. Uh, oh, I love this song. Is this Sam Cooke? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Great stuff. Love me some Sam Cooke. It's like a soothing soul. Uh, Sam Cooke does a lot of that. Um, I was telling the guys in the break that I... Watch some movies over the weekend. I, w- I was in a basketball mindset because I'm not getting any actual entertaining basketball <laughs> watching the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference Finals. I was like, no, Yeah, you know the basketball yeah. Jones. So on Amazon, they have uh, the new Air Movie is available yep, to yep. watch. You can just stream it if you have Amazon, which most of us have because Jeff Bezos has corrupted our minds. Very much And we so. must have it. And I watched it. And I got to tell you, Harge, I agree with your initial uh, assessment. It's damn good. I'd work, if you're a sports fan, honestly, you ain't got to be a sports fan. It's yeah, worth a watch.
2: It's definitely My worth watch. My wife loved it too. It. She thought yeah. it was
1: great. And it's uh, damn near two hours, but it flies by.
2: Yeah, it gives you the background so, and how you look at it. And I know everybody keeps saying, Michael Jordan wasn't even in it. It wasn't about Michael it Jordan. It really was. Yeah, you don't even. It, you don't, it's you not, not even about that. It was, yeah. It's the process, it's about what happened to get to this point, the struggle, the look of. Just like anything else, I always tell people, you don't ever want to know how the sausage is made. You just like sausage.
0: (laughs) You know what I'm saying? If
2: you want to eat some hot links, you want to eat hot links. No. So you sit and you watch it and you understand that in order for them to get Michael Jordan and for him to be there and people still buying these shoes, how did we get to that point? He just didn't wake up and become Air Jordan. No. It it's, was a it's, process. Yeah.
1: It's fan. No, I tell you, it's fantastic. I'd recommend it. Uh, this is the flex. So kids, y'all should watch it. It's there you inspirational. go. It is very inspirational. <laughs> It'll get you inspired to be great. Because yep. uh, I thought it was really good. Patrick, have you seen it? Nope. You got you Amazon to, right? You should watch it. Never gonna watch it. You
0: should. You're basketball I have a basketball guy. Zero care. There's not basketball in it. He's a. He's a it's not gun. a basketball he's movie. A, it's, basketball about about it's a basketball businessman movie. It's basketball history and pop I, culture I, history. I don't watch any movies. I'm not gonna watch a boring one about it's making. Not boring. Shoes. I'm also not a it's sneakerhead. Not boring. I don't, I'm not a sneakerhead.
1: You want have to be a sneakerhead. I'll tell you. I, I'm not a sneakerhead either, but I'm telling you. There's, it's there's worth
0: absolutely it. nothing that makes me think I will ever watch that movie.
1: Okay. I thought it was pretty good, though. I'd recommend it. No, I bet it's a
0: good movie. I don't watch any movies. So, it has to be something that I would care about watching, and how Michael Jordan got his shoe deal does not interest me one bit. (laughs) That's
1: true. But, like I said, it it actually surprised me how good it was. I thought it was a really good job. Uh, I watched another basketball movie. I watched White Men Can't Jump over the weekend. And I got to tell you this because my expectations were so low, (laughs) it actually exceeded my expectations. I like that. I set the bar at zero, and it. (laughs) Pretty it much, cleared it. yes. I, it's like Texas, I set the bar it's like Texas dude. football. <laughs> the last few years, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna set the bar real low, and if they get some wins. I feel good. I so like yeah, that's basically where we were. Like I just, I, it actually was pretty good. I thought I would have to fast forward through it. It'd be that bad. It was not that bad. It was not that. And bad. my wife said, I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna take a nap during it. And she did not nap. She stayed up. So, seal
0: of approval, folks. <laughs> seal, <laughs> seal of, of approval. Said, so if you need a movie that doesn't make you fall asleep, <laughs> white men can jump. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. And I I think Jack Harlow has finally found his calling. It's not rap. Yeah, maybe okay. So maybe he was all right. He's as an a actor? better actor than he is a rapper. Okay. Uh, that, and I they do. They saying a lot. I First just class. want to see. I, I just want to see a
0: movie poster that just says, "My wife didn't fall asleep." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <The> movie poster. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm, I'm like, Black my 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 blackbuster uh, reviews are yep. gonna be
2: real with y'all. All right, wife didn't fall that. asleep.
1: I didn't fast forward through it. There you go.
2: I like it. All right, like we, it. Uh, the flex. Okay, let me give you the flex <laughs> update real quick. Flex. Let me let me get us out of this real quick. <laughs> let me tell you about the flex. This past weekend, I got a chance to watch the Round Rock Dragons take on the Westlake Chaparrals Thursday night. Uh, Round Rock took the game one nothing. Friday night. Uh, Westlake won the game at home. Great pitching performance by Nathan Duvall. He did a great job. And then Saturday, winner take all at Concordia, Packed House. A lot of people everywhere. Uh, Jack Brady went out there and pitched his tail off. He was moving the ball in and out. He's a junior. Had a great game. Struck out 10 guys for a complete game win. I actually put the last play of the game up on my Instagram live so everybody can see Westlake win and advance to the next round. Nice. They start playing thir- win, uh, Thursday at Eagle Pass. Friday, they play at 2 o'clock right here across the street. And if they need to go to a game three, they will play it right after game two at Westlake. Like so that. Westlake got the quote-unquote home field advantage uh, going into the next round. Great bas- uh, great baseball game by both teams. Pitching performances. Uh, one team didn't make mistakes and the other team did, and that's how it goes in sports. I mean, you got to go out there and you got to play clean, mm-hmm. clean. When you have some errors and you have some misplays behind you, it it compounds everything. And so, uh, kudos to Round. Rock, I mean, uh, kudos to Round Rock for a great season, but also kudos to Westlake for advancing. Also, advancing was Rouse. They played a one game playoff against Cedar mm-hmm. Park. Cedar Park was up. Rouse didn't quit. They came back, won the game and they have advanced to the next round as well. Taylor advances as well, because remember we had Taylor Ducks getting on us Mm -hmm. because we didn't give them no love. Taylor advances, Lake Travis Falls. But the softball girls for Georgetown, they advance as well.
1: All right, nice. That's a nice little sum up. I there like There you that. go, man. Um, all right, go check out flxatx.com, flxatx, and all your social media platforms. We come back. We'll talk college football on the other side. Top 25 toughest schedules in college football. Longhorns uh, pretty high on this list. We'll get into that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie. I want to the horn.